Eve. Hi, welcome back to Demi Goddess, a podcast hosted by me, Demi Burnett. I'm so excited for the show today. We have an actress, comedian, podcast host, and fellow Texan, Lacey Mosley, on the show. You may know Lacey from iCarly or her popular pod, Scam Goddess. And as someone obsessed with scams, I can't wait for you to hear our chat. But before we talk to Lacey, it's time for Shut Your Pie Hole, where I give you my take of the week. I've seen a lot of comments about my sunglasses, and I figured that this would be a good time to teach you folks about sensory issues. I have a sensitivity to light. So for my eyes, I noticed it at first whenever I was a kid and I lived in Virginia and it snowed one day and I went outside and I couldn't open my eyes because the snow was so bright and I couldn't ever open them. It wasn't like it was only like that for a few seconds. It continued to be like that until I went inside. So in the studio here, we have a lot of lights and wearing the sunglasses helps me keep my eyes open. Sometimes if I don't have to look directly in the light, I don't need the sunglasses on. Like if my guest is sitting um, not in front of a light, then I might not have to wear them. But just depending too on my mood, my window of tolerance, the sunglasses may be on or maybe off. Also, I don't like when people are looking at my eyes sometimes. I feel a lot of pressure uh, to communicate properly with my eyes. Like whenever I was younger, it was make eye contact, make eye contact, look at my eyes, look at me, look at me. Um, so that pressure has continued over as an adult. And so some days when my window of tolerance is low and I'm just not in the best of moods and I feel the pressure of looking at my eyes is too much, it's too much, I can't communicate with my eyes, I don't want to have that pressure, I just want the sunglasses on. It's all... At the end of the day, the sunglasses, the main point is that they're to make me feel safe. And that's what's important. And hopefully you can remember that if someone else is wearing sunglasses inside, maybe they just want to feel safe too. It's not harmful. I don't think I'm better than everyone. I just want to feel comfortable in my podcast and yeah, have a good time. Plus, I look really good with them. That's what I've got to say about the sunglasses. Enjoy the pie. Hi, Lacey. Thank you for being with me today. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I just met you, but I feel like we're already besties. Yeah, we have a lot in common, and you're a fashion girly. I was like, I was too tired this morning to do fashion, but this is giving. Like, oh this my is gosh, really giving. you're so funny because you look so fashion too. You look so cute. <laughs> um. Okay, so first, uh, I think the reason that we get along so long, we have so much in common, maybe because we're both from Texas. Yes! Um, uh, So you're raised in Dallas, so Mm -hmm. is I. Where exactly in Dallas were you at? Frisco. So I went to Centennial, and then you know how, like, in the suburbs, they always like make a new school. If a school, absolutely, like, that's gets... exactly how it was for me. Yeah, so our school got over like three thousand students, and that's when they're like, "We have to cut this apart so that we don't have to compete with the city schools mm-hmm. in sports." Yep, we that's what they did. Beat. Yeah, and then I went to Liberty for the rest. Um, I don't Liberty. Oh, it God. was newer. It was okay. Pretty new. Where Where were you? Red Oak. 
yes. Southside. Yes. <laughs> Is that the Southside? Yeah, I guess so. Technically. You know, they always say like the Southside of Chicago. Oh my God, the Southside of Dallas and Red Oak. But like, it's where you've hit the white trash. You know? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, honestly. But it, um, it's so much like that where you have so many different suburbs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all of Dallas, any of the suburbs all around, we all are like, oh, we're from Dallas. And then someone who's around there is like, where? And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, right. Oak. Right. Because <laughs> nobody's going to know. But now I can say I'm from Frisco because the Cowboys Stadium's up there. So I'm like, in- yeah, I'm yeah. from Frisco. You know, Jerry Jones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know him personally? Yeah. I live around and, there. <laughs> and Frisco is so nice. Like, oh, my gosh. That's where all of the rich people are in Dallas. They're in Frisco. It used to be tumbleweeds, and it's so crazy to me now that it's like oh, wow. all subdivisions, except for they're all like cookie cutter houses. Like even in the night, like in the bigger houses, it's all just like yeah, I know what you mean. It is brick, and everyone has the same fence, and yeah, mm, it's very shepherdy. I was wondering if we um ever. What year did you graduate? Two thousand and nine. I feel like I'm older than you. You are older than yeah. me. Um, but you don't look it, so. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that you could have recently been on The Bachelor and we're the same age because once you turn 30, they're like, get out of here. Oh, my gosh. You witch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I was known for like uh, having like a ageist thing. It wasn't an age. I was not ageist at all. Like mm-hmm. the girls who were over 30 called themselves cougars. And um, it, it, well, I mean, it was just like a joke, right? Yeah, they were joking but it's like about that it. show, yeah. And so I played into the joke, and then all of a sudden, everyone thought I really had a problem with women over the age of thirty. And I was like, guys, all my friends are way older than me. Right. Like, uh, it was just uh, playing into the joke of the cougar thing. There was actually no. They're like, but you no can't. You act, You can't participate in the joke. The joke is closed. <laughs> You're not invited to the joke. It, it was like the people who knew knew. It was like right. I did not take it. I did not even think about it that much at all. But, um, yeah, I'm getting close to 30 now. I'm 27, getting closer and closer. Oh, yeah. It's fine. I, I woke up and I was like, it happened to me. It happened to me this year. <laughs> it happened to <laughs> it's me. It happened to me. I woke up and my knees immediately were like, actually, no, my knees are fantastic. I take that back. I have Texas knees. They're really good knees. I don't know what that means. Like Megan the Stallion knees. Like, I can do anything on my Oh, my <laughs> I'm really selling my knees so hard. I mean, I love it. They're really good. Everyone's always impressed. I'm like, wow, those knees. What do you mean? What do you do? Like, like, (laughs) why are you whispering? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if you want me to put your business out there. I don't know. (laughs) What are you using your knees for? We're so accomplished. I'm sick on my knees. Oh my God, the ghetto. Oh my God. We had to be married for that. I'm so glad you said that because I would not either. No, no. you can stand and I'll sit on the bed. Or like, I'm it not, will only be on yeah. the bed. And honestly, if we're not serious, it's only just to get it wet. Like, yeah. it's not to, <laughs> and nothing longer than that. Yeah, it's more like a little make out. I'm not going to be down there. Just going, giving him a kiss. Going to town, doing the pepper grinder. No. <laughs> you didn't earn no, all of that. No, I'm not controlling my gag reflex unless you're committed. <laughs> no, I just mean like I can do stuff with my knees. Like, wait, I think this cord is long enough. Yeah, it is. But like, okay. So like I can I can just be on my knees like whatever. I see what you mean. Like your okay. knees are strong. Like the yeah. the joints in there. Like you're not like oh I'm popping my ACL or right. whatever. <laughs> yeah, those, that is nice. That's those are good knees, and that's really good. Uh, for the fact that you're 30. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they leave. Everyone said their knees left, you know, in their I know. 20s. What is up with that? That's a scary thing. That about a, my hips, my knees, and my back. I'm, like, yeah. waiting for the day. They're like, my knees can tell when it's raining. I'm like, what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, they start popping. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
You're like, um, I cannot relate to that. Cannot relate. <laughs> and we'll always throw that in everyone's face. Can't relate. <laughs> I love that. I love what you got to really own your strengths like that. Yeah. You know, you can't deny the gifts that you've been given. Um, you've been doing your podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you about your podcast because <laughs> this is so fascinating to me. You started it in 2019. Yeah. That's whenever my season of The Bachelor was airing. Yes. Wow. Yes. Which is also a scam. So, like, perfect. Truly. (laughs) Um, What is your approach whenever you're going to cover these scams? What is your mindset going into it? Um, Well, I think there's, like, a lot of true crime shows um, that are really sad and, like, depressing. And we kind of – scams are so funny. Like, scams inherently, like, there's people, like – putting on costumes you have like dr malachi love who literally went and got a white coat and had it embroidered he was 18 there was no way he could be a doctor like <laughs> he opened a practice and was like wearing doctor costumes and like doing like booty hole operations it's insane like so but it's funny i mean sometimes it's sad because you like don't want to see like nice innocent people get scammed but i always just take it from the perspective of like it's not propaganda. Um, I'm black, so you can already tell that my relationship with the police is very tumultuous, honey, very treacherous. So we don't, I don't think there's a lot of fun in like, ooh, we, they went through his trash and then they found a sticky <laughs> note and ooh. Like, I, that's not the fun part for me. The fun part is like, what are you doing as a criminal? Like, how are you keeping up with your lies? Do you have a lie journal? Like, you know, what are you buying mm. with all this money that you steal? Like, that, that's what I'm interested in. And so we kind of follow like, it from the criminal's perspective but sometimes there are bad dudes um and then we don't like them but um that is so interesting so um it's so i love oprah and <laughs> i love when oprah said uh her book she says instead of what's wrong with you what happened to you so it's kind of like with the criminal yes. like not what's wrong with this person but like why is this person doing this yep. like what's going on and we get into the past if we know about it their childhood like Billy McFarlane everybody should have seen that shit coming that little boy was a criminal his whole life who's Billy McFarlane he did the fire fest <gasps> yeah oh my gosh that was so interesting Um, he was a criminal his whole life what do you mean as a child yeah like as a kid he was in school he like figured out how to hack into like the teacher's like grading um, application whatever they use on the computer and he he would like change people's grades for them like make them better <laughs> like he was oh my God. yeah he's he's been a scammer his whole life i always say if you have a kid who like wants to open up like a lemonade stand or something if your kid wants to be employed you've got a thief on your hands <laughs> and i love it <laughs> yeah because honestly i think that if you can recognize that then you can harness it and uh use it as a strength for something good like hacking you know the security system and <laughs> i don't know the national security system hacker or something like you know right hack sally may there's not enough good hacking happening um who is sally may uh student loans uh, oh god yes hack yeah. them hack them now <laughs> set my balance to zero jesus <laughs> help a girl out credit karma get them right <laughs> credit is so it's literally was made up in 1989 it's such a scam i can't wait um we should have a whole episode about that yeah that would be wild so fascinating i want to wow. make my own up in an interview you had said that I derive a lot of confidence from reading from scammers and learning about scammers. Yeah. And I think that that's a really good way to look at it. Um, so it, does this come down to... Your, your perspective on them again and like seeing like 
why they're doing the things that you're they're doing and then how do you take how do you find the confidence in that instead of finding just like kind of I don't know. Delusion? Ex- mm-hmm. <laughs> What'd you say? You said, that is a delusion? Yeah, or not even delusion, but more like, um, you know, like sometimes whenever people are scamming and they, like you said, their lies kind of build up and all of that. Mm-hmm. Is it the confidence that they have with the lies that you take from it? No. I mean, that is funny, but it's the confidence of walking into a room and no matter where you are, no matter, you know, it could be like a White House dinner or it could be, you know, a Chuck E. Cheese. Like just having the confidence of feeling like you belong there is half the battle. If you can just walk into any place and treat it like it's the most ghetto shit you've ever seen in your life, people will be like, wow, who's that person? Like, why are they so confident? And they'll give you things. They'll believe you. You know, you might be able to walk into a place with no credentials. Like, think about it if you, like, go somewhere and you're a plus one or you're trying to, like, get in or something and maybe it's, like, a really tight event, you're, like, a little more nervous. But if you go somewhere where you absolutely know that they're, like, just so happy that you came and gagged and, like, you you walk in and, like, don't have to show shit because they're like, oh, my God, right this way ma'am with all the confidence yeah so i i definitely have taken that and used it a lot i love that because that is my secret is fake it till you make it Mm -hmm. i came from red oak texas (laughs) they plucked me up out of red oak and threw me into hollywood I survival mode kicked in and my survival mode was to bullshit everybody into thinking that I was supposed to be there. I was not scared. I was not nervous. I belong there and I own the place, you know, so mm. it was all just me lying to myself about how like before you go somewhere like everyone wants you to be there you know everyone's gonna be happy that you're showing up. You're gonna look awesome. Everyone will want to talk to you blah blah blah. Tell your hype yourself up and just only think about those things when you walk in. Do not let yourself think about the insecurities. Do not let yourself think about the doubts. Shut those doubts down with, nope, I am a rock star. Yeah, and, and you it. are. I mean, you were. You. you were supposed to be there. And so now the girls know. Like. Thank you. Um, but that's like, that. everyone wants to know, where do you get the confidence? Where does it come from? Mm-hmm. Honestly, from the scam. It's the same mindset as the scammers. It is. It's just acting like you're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody naturally feels like they belong in a room, you know, or I don't think that they do. I, I really only really think it's when you go to something and you're like, oh, I don't even want to be here. Like sincerely like that in that moment, maybe. But like every other moment, I, everyone is always doing that. Like one thing that I learned about confidence that really changed my life is, is that no one is just completely confident all the time. We all have these negative thoughts. But if you are a confident person, you take the second to push those negative thoughts out of your head and kind of be like, no, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm not an idiot. Last night, I, I maybe I got a little too lit. I said things I shouldn't have, but that's over. That's in the past. This is who we are today. Like, you know, like you I love just that. have to coach yourself out of those negative moments. Yeah. We all have them. Yeah, because in those moments, uh, it's a good thing to to hear that like um confidence isn't just like one thing like a confident right. person it's you maintenance do, yeah you have those moments of like a little bit of doubt and in those moments of doubt if you can remember hey this is normal this doesn't mean i'm not confident mm-hmm. this just means i need to remember how confident i am yeah. i like that um you have to watch how you talk to yourself oh my god and then when you start disrespecting yourself you have to like like the joke always goes like if your friends talking shit about themselves i'm like hey that's my friend like don't talk about my friend like that <laughs> you know uh, yeah so it's like you have to be your best friend too and be like don't yes. talk about my friend like that me in my head yes <laughs> like, i will notice myself like i'm putting myself through something suffering and i'm like i wouldn't let my friend do this like i wouldn't right. let this happen to my friend why am i letting myself do this like no come on um that's interesting so 
have you on your podcast do you talk to do you have the scammers come on I haven't had any scammers come on yet. I have had some reach out to me yeah. that would. There was this one guy named Chad Focus who um, went to jail because he was misappropriating funds from his company credit card to buy billboards for his rap album. I didn't know where that was going to go, and I didn't see it going there. <laughs> Let's hear the song. Like maybe it's popping. Like maybe <laughs> girls really need to know. And so I played some of it. I was like, "Oh shit, Chad, this ain't bad. Okay, this ain't bad, Chad." And he reached out. He was like, "Yo, thank you so much for the shout out. I'm out of jail now. You know, still rapping." I was like, "Oh my god, I love god. you so much. That's amazing. I love him so much." He's out of jail though. That's yeah. great. That's great to hear. The American prison system is terrible. Yeah. Oh, it's a scam. It's, it's a scam. A free oh labor scam. Yeah. Oh my god, free labor scam. Exactly. Yeah. I actually said that to, uh, briefly or just kind of casually to someone mm-hmm. I was um, talking to and I was like oh yeah well you know the free labor that's happening in the prison system and how fucked up that is and blah 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 and they were like no like those people commit they they had the defense of like they those people deserve those people yeah because that's the, the only defense the that helps you sleep at night like if you really think about how the police target black and brown people and incarcerate them for the free labor for the for you know private prisons the fact that they count the prison population in their districts for voting power like you'll see that a lot of prisons are gerrymandered into Republican areas so they can be like oh yeah we vote for this and so are all these people that we put in this cage <laughs> they also feel the same way as we do <laughs> like, oh it's my crazy. god it's it gets scam. worse and worse the more yeah. you hear about but it you can't sleep well about it unless you think like oh no they those people need to be in there making I told this hand person sanitizer for us <laughs> my mom is in prison and my mom cleans the bathrooms all day every day and, and and for the overpopulated prison she's in, and she gets paid seventeen cents an hour, I think. Um, which this person I was talking to thinks thought that was just thought That's that a- was just and fair, which is like, okay. Let's let's also consider this. Let's consider the statistics of the, like who who these people are that are so bad and committed these crimes right. and blah blah. The majority of those people are minorities. Which includes people of color and disabled people. Well, something that works in scams really well and also just in general is like disarming people in a way that allows them to think that they came to a conclusion on their own. So like instead of giving them like, you know, all the hard facts and stuff, you like can present situations or ask a lot of very specific questions that will lead them to the conclusion. You know what I mean? Like my cousin once did that to me. With, because we're all unprogramming, like we're all like you know trying to unlearn. I like the, that. the bad things that we've been taught. And I remember I was grading papers with him, and I was like, what is this little boy name? Like, what are these names?" And he was like, "What is different from Dontavius and Rachel? One has been told, like, like what is the real difference?" And I was like. I mean, they both names, but one is like more ghetto. And he was like, yeah, but everything's made up. So why is one of those names like worse than the other? And I was like, oh. It's just one you haven't heard as much. I was like, oh, this is the this is the little white man in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Dude, I hate that guy. The white man in my head? God. <laughs> that little white man that's in my head, like telling me God. things. Yeah, no, we all have it. We all have and it. And that's, that's right fine. there. It should be like the ding, 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 red flag. There is a systemic racial issue here. Right. We all have a little white man in our head. Yes. 
who's taught us everything that we know. God, and shames me for everything all the time. A he shaming me this right man. now. He's shaming me in this Yes. Top. He's like, why are you wearing that? You asking for it. Like, exactly. you know, or like. Exactly what he's saying. Even in school, you know, they'd be like, what's your dream job when you're a kid? It's like, bitch, I don't dream about working. Like, oh my God. Everything is like, a, yeah. What did you say during that question? <laughs> What did you say? I mean, I think I do what my dream jobs are. I wanted to work in entertainment. I told my mom when I was five that I wanted to be a performer. And she was like, well, you can't right now. Like, she was like, I'll let you do classes and stuff. But, like, I don't want to go live in California and run after you. And she's also like, I don't want you to be on drugs. (laughs) So she made me wait until I was an adult. the same exact way. Isn't that crazy? Like, (laughs) we both had that same dream. Yes. In my fifth grade yearbook, I did write very specifically, like, what my dream job was. And it said American Idol judge. I wanted to be Paula Abdul. I wanted to be sitting next to Simon Cowell, Randy Jackson, and Paula Abdul on Ameri- on the judges panel, like wholeheartedly. But I could see this for you. I mean, the show is still on. Like, it, I'm it, actually... it's not the same anymore. Like, I don't know who's Katy Perry's on it. That's cool. Keith Urban, he's still there. I do it to meet Nicole Kidman. Um, uh, and um, <laughs> what's that guy who sings "Hello"? Uh, oh, it's me, Lonnie Richard. Lonnie Richard. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Oh, he's wonderful. Back to your scams. Um, because we essentially scammed everyone to get here. Here we are. Right. <laughs> and I love that for us. Me too. What are some of the wildest ones that you know of? Like the ones that if if you were to con- like tell somebody like, what's a scam and what's what is the scam that just shocks you the most or something? I don't know. I want a wild story. I mean, it's... Please. it's <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's there's so many scams and and so many of them are like really really crazy. I um always love Rudy Kirkenau. He um if you've ever seen Sour Grapes on Netflix, so that that's a documentary about him. Um, but basically he was an immigrant who like got into like the really expensive like high end wine scene, and this is like the Koch brothers like buying wine at auctions, like wine that's thousands and thousands, like you know forty thousand dollars a bottle, like and up, you know, like some of these wines could sell for like a million. It's like one bottle because it's like super old they're like wow and it's just like he happened to be in this place at this time where he just got involved in this industry specifically yeah which is wild because he was like not from this lifestyle and then somehow entrenched himself in it but like instead of actually providing people with wine that was like oh this is from jesus last supper yeah this is the water the wine this you know this is a million dollars like whatever he was selling wine that he was cooking up in his apartment like he was cooking up the wine like it was stir fry like on the stove cooking it up and then he would put the labels like like literally he was doing seventh grade like project he would put the labels like in the oven and like burn the edges and like Make it look old. Yes. He made his whole house a wine cellar. Like he would keep the house at like 60 something degrees. And then he just had a space heater in his room. So he had all the wine chilling <laughs> in his house. And he'd be in his, his room like, <laughs> like cooking up this wine. I was like, this is too much. I love that man oh so God. much. Uh, Sandy Jenkins. He's from Texas. Okay. What did Sandy do? So Sandy, you know, there's like a fruit cake factory that's like super duper famous in south texas um a fruitcake factory yeah it's like the most famous fruitcake factory like everyone like kings and queens like they all order oh their fruitcakes <laughs> shut up yeah. i have to know what it's called um something bakery um what street bakery collin street bakery yeah wait collin street bakery in corsicana yes. texas oh well i've been there <laughs> 
too. Of uh, course you have. I've been all in and around Corsicana. I bailed a friend out of Corsicana jail, baby. I've been to Corsicana. Wait, why have I done that too? <laughs> you bailed my cousin out of Corsicana jail. No. Yeah. yeah. I was because I was born Okay, so Terrell was in my uh, school there. district sometimes. Uh, we randomly had Terrell, I can't remember what year it was, but they were in our school district in like high school or something. So I, I know Terrell. Um, we whooped your ass in volleyball, but we whooped everyone's ass. So it's okay. We were, we were you insane. do look like you would be very good at volleyball. Thank you. I, we had a, our, our coach was really intense. Were we you had a setter or were you? No, a... I was a libero DS back row. What? You were a DS? I was a DS. Yeah. You was taking that kind of impact? You're small. Oh, yeah. I used to not be this small. I used to be about, like, 30 pounds heavier. Okay. Because yeah. I'm like, the, even this No, I was, I was athletic, and I was I No, was you look athletic. Good. I was real, real good. And, yeah, I used to be a lot thicker, especially in high school. We lifted weights every single day. I don't I mean, no matter what all. size you are, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous Thank now. Thank you. I, I was just I saying, want, like, I the impact of, of a ball hitting you that hard Now in the back it row. would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you kidding? My arms, oh, my God, might break them, but I used to. Um, but Corsicana, the reason yeah. why we both have uh, bailed someone out of jail there is because Corsicana cops are insane. Okay. All they do is sense. look for kids to bust because there's nothing to do. And they know that all the kids there, all the young people, all mm. they're doing is drugs or getting into trouble. That makes so much sense because it's such a slow town. They're like, look, we got to get this money. We got to get these tests. I've been pulled over in Corsicana. Every time I go through there, I get pulled over. Like, they are looking for people to get in young people. They're looking that for them. That makes so much sense. Mm, it's wild. <laughs> I was like, why have we both had somebody get bailed out of jail in Corsicana? <laughs> yeah. Um, Corsicana is a wild place, though. Like, is. I've done wild things in Corsicana. Okay, so the fruitcakes. So he started working at this fruitcake factory, like in the accounting part, and they were making so much money, you know, from these fruitcakes that like they didn't notice that he just started like stealing from them. And he was like a basic ass bitch. Like everybody in the town thought he was a basic bitch. They weren't a part of the country club. You know, it's such a small town. So it's like some people had money and then everybody else didn't. So he was like, oh, no, I'm a bad bitch now. So he started buying clothes and shoes and gold bricks and flying on <laughs> private jets. Like, why do they have to buy the gold? bricks it's so know. unnecessary just to hold it right just to have it what do you mean what do you buy gold bricks they love for? to show someone that brick right someone comes over oh just wait just wait just hold wait on. no 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 we're gonna go see we're going to my brick room <laughs> just solid gold bricks under lights yeah it was under like he, he had so much fucking money that he was like i don't know gold bricks like that's how you <laughs> That's why people don't need to hoard wealth because it gets to a point where you're just buying dumb stuff because you don't need this money. And so, yeah, he, he was balling out. Buying elements. <laughs> right. Why are you buying elements? <laughs> why are you... Just buying elements. Okay, that is when you don't get to have any more money. Right, you don't need any more money if you're trying to get, like, stalactites. <laughs> and she, like, that's not even an element. That's literally a thing in a cave. I'm just, hey, we know. At least you know, right? Titanium. That's an animal. That's close to it. Cobalt. Element. Cobalt right. is, I think, poisonous. Right. They start collecting cobalt. They start collecting who knows what. Hydrogen. Right. They're just like, I have these cups of gas. Why? Why? <laughs> exactly. And that is honestly, that's when people take a turn for the Worth. dark the yeah. worst the so, scary when he got caught he um because he was balling out with his wife everybody and like when he got caught the fbi was coming and he knew so he went to this lake i don't know what lake it is but he like dug a bunch of holes like he was a damn pirate and he buried his treasures <laughs> no he didn't yes he did and they found the stuff but i was just like, i can't imagine like the fbi's coming in your first impulse is like all right bitch give me a shovel now nah, we're going down to the lake like 
<laughs> like what? Can you can you imagine him just like watching in the back of the cop car as they're digging up his stuff, <laughs> and he's just like each one by one, he's like, oh yeah, that took me a solid hour to bury that right. one, like all of the work. There's a lot of rocks on this land. It was actually very difficult to dig this hole. <laughs> I imagine that's what it's like when you're trying to like bury anything. <laughs> I cannot imagine burying a body. No. I couldn't get the body anywhere I needed the body to be. They make like, it look it. too easy on TV. Every they time all... someone's slinging a body over their shoulders, I'm like, there's no way you can move that dead weight like that. Right. I think I think some shows should accurately show how long it takes to like bury a body and just like have like a couple episodes where it's just <laughs> <laughs> a live stream. Because <laughs> it's not like you just do it all quick. Like you gotta be like, Ugh. I want a live stream of someone in the middle of the desert <laughs> digging a hole and burying a body. I want to see the whole oh, thing. That was that movie Holes. Maybe they already did it with Holes. There was I a movie called Holes. Oh, that movie. I know the whole movie by heart. <laughs> that movie was a staple of my childhood. It was for me too. If you could do a scam, what would you scam? I mean, besides the fact that I feel like we scammed our way into Hollywood. Yeah, for sure. For sure. If there was a scam. Okay, two parts of this question. So if there was a scam, what would it be? And then what would you want to do with your scam money? Um, Obviously, we're not going elemental shopping. We're not going element shopping. So not that far. But what would you. So I'm not rich enough to like get uh, like element. No gold bars, but like rich enough <laughs> to take care of yourself completely as far as uh, like you don't have to work or anything. But um, OK, yeah. And then you have a lot of money to do what you, whatever. Okay. A lot of money, but not enough that I'm like, oh, what that potassium looking like? How much? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I. Oh, God. What would my scam be? I think my scam would definitely be in Silicon Valley. Um, and it would just be making something very small, like my good girl Lizzie Holmes. Like Lizzie Holmes made the tiny thing that was supposed to take your blood, but then like test it for everything, but with a, fi- a oh, fingerprint. Oh, the dropout. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. I watched it. It was I, so good. She was so good. She had. She, she was so close. She like lowered her voice so that she sounded um, more masculine. This is an inspiring step forward. Right. That's what she said in that show. She said it like over and over again. I, I was so interested. The tiny in thing, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Oh, we want the tiny thing. It's so tiny. That's technology because it's so small." You know, wow. that was literally her scam. Was like make something tiny, and that and for a while that was our tech scam. Like I remember when cell phones came out, and like they kept trying to make them tinier and tinier. Oh my god, the juke. Do you remember the juke? The was, juke. The juke. Oh my gosh, that phone. What the hell is the juke? I remember. I thought it was cool because it was like it was like the chocolate. You know, Verizon. They okay. Had the I remember cool the ones. chocolate. So yeah. they had the chocolate, and they had the juke, and the juke was like the chocolate, but way thinner. Oh my goodness! Because I remember the sidekick. Like the buttons used to be so small on phones that I was like, "How the fuck were we typing? Like how?" The juke, baby. Oh my god! Oh, that's way too small. Oh, it's so small. <laughs> I'm like, how the thumb? Look at the thumb. The thumb is the how size is of the screen. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, I'm no, I'm doing my thumb exercises. My thumb's getting a little too thick. I can't juke all day like I used this to. This thing's wild. But everyone had like something tiny. So like, I think that's such a good scam. Is like, I would just make something tiny. Like people love tiny that already oh exists. God. Think about it. The little cooking videos on Instagram mm-hmm. with the little tinies. I love watching it. 
Um, but people do love the tinies. Yeah, they love the tinies. And like sometimes I think we all think because if people work in a certain industry, that just naturally makes them like so much smarter than everyone else. But when it comes to scams, that's just simply not true. Like so many things in tech are just like, let's do this thing, but make it tinier. And so people will be like, yeah, we do love a tiny and they'll give you money. So Um, true. Wow. Lizzie wore the turtleneck. She dropped out of school. She dropped her voice and she sold something tiny. And I was like, yes, bitch. Like I come in and be like, yes, I also am selling tiny things okay let's raise money and then i would take that money i would definitely have to get a masseuse on retainer like someone who's just constantly rubbing me everywhere they <laughs> go right now that'd be incredible oh my gosh i can't I, stop picturing it now i think j-lo has one because i know a lot of people have worked with j-lo randomly and like one was like yeah i was having this business meeting and she was just like being rubbed like you know but chatting and talking as about she business. should be yeah as she should be i was like I, yes I, if I was around JLo and my hands were free and I had nothing to do, I would start I would massaging her. her. If that's what she wants, I'm yes. Like, yeah, oh my absolutely. god, yes, a consensual, yes. Right. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if that's what she wants, though, I'm not talented at that, but I still will. My hands will do their best. My they hands will become as small. Me- <laughs> I will be as firm, as gentle, whatever you want, JLo. My hands are yours. <laughs> my hands are yours. Um. So you would do the tinies. What would you do with your? Ma- okay. So you do a masseuse. Is there anything? Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything super fun. Make maybe make your make a theme park. Oh my god, I would <laughs> love to make a theme park. Um, I definitely would have a lot of like Great Gatsby s parties. I love to throw a party. My <gasps> birthday's the Fourth of July, and I call it the Fourth of Julacy, and I always throw like a huge party. Fourth of July. Yes. I will never not think of that now. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm like, America's trash. Celebrate me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, because 4th of July, I have nothing to celebrate there. Right. Well, I mean, yes, we do. The independence. But yeah, yeah, but are we really free? <laughs> are we really free? You know what's crazy is a few months ago, I posted, I'm a woman in America and I have no rights. And everyone was pissed off at me. They were like, oh, you can't say that. You have to murder. And I was like, okay. Uh, all these months later women's rights being stripped away from right. us. I'm like, you weren't wrong. It's it's because it's hidden. It's hidden by... I don't even know if it's that hidden. It's not anymore now that they did that. I just feel like, Demi, you're really, really beautiful. Like You're a very, very attractive person. So I feel like sometimes when people realize that you're smart or that you have like things that you want to say that are like maybe less not unconventional but just like really honest they might be like shut up beautiful woman we want to oh like God, we don't want to be upset by you telling us things that are true <laughs> yes it's uh it, it everyone silences me um and i would love to say it's not everyone but it's damn near it's more often than not it's all silencing me and it's because like you're saying it's unco- makes people uncomfortable for you um, to be smart for god to have given with two hands because you're a very smart I don't person i know if it's that but it's just that i'm saying things that are so true and also they're like scary to some people because yeah. it uh, uproots their whole way of thinking which they cannot handle that which is understandable or if i could do it in a better way like a softer way of like uh what you were saying on how they can come to that conclusion on their own yeah that's the dance that i have a hard time yeah, but I also don't think that it's that you have a hard time. I think that you're pretty good at expressing yourself. I think some people just are uncomfortable with growth, like because it is an uncomfortable experience. Everything about growth is uncomfortable. Therapy, very ghetto. I go, it's fine. Um, but like 
it's one of those things where you don't get paid immediately. Like you don't see the benefits of it immediately. But then down the road, when you find yourself in a situation similar to something you've experienced before, and normally you would react maybe more negatively or not in the right way. Now you have all these tools to like be better. Mm -hmm. But it's like you can't really tell people that when you're just trying to tell them to like see things differently or educate them or get help they don't they're not going to realize how much better they'll be down the line it's not like an instant gratification situation so people don't like exactly. to do it exactly and um i think it's confusing too because for me i wanted help so badly um i was desperate like i was begging anyone to help me like with my mental health and uh nobody would so whenever i see people struggling with their mental health i jump in to help and they are like i didn't ask for help and I'm right. like, oh, shit. Well, I just know that I need to help really bad. And I would have really loved if somebody would have done this for me. So I kind of project onto other people. Um, Which we all do. Yeah. So what I do now and how I don't punish myself, I have compassion for myself. I'm like, oh, Demi, how sweet of you. You really care about this person. You you put it out there. You said uh, what you wanted to say. You left them with the information. Now they can do what they want with it. And you can relax. Facts. If they're going to hate you for trying to help them, who cares? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> Bye. Like, you got to let go of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I love that you're so in in tune with mental health, too. It's really, really fun whenever you meet someone else who likes to talk about this kind of stuff. Right. Because it was, like, so stigmatized for so long. It was, like, if you see a therapist, they're like, oh, so you crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, you so crazy. You need to talk to somebody. You got to talk to somebody because you crazy. Yeah. You know, like, it was, like, yeah. so, there was so stigmatized. And it still is in some communities. But now I feel like it's, like, way more chill. Like, most of my friends have therapists. If you don't have like, a therapist, I'm like, oh, my God, what's wrong? I'm scared I'm like, how you. are you alive? <laughs> I'm like, you're probably traumatizing all of us right now. Go to therapy. <laughs> right. Stop getting free therapy for your friends. And, Ooh. like, because we all do that. And that's fine. Like, that's a part of relationships. But it is, like, at some point, like, you do have to talk to a professional at some point. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, and I had to realize that for myself. Like, while I was waiting to talk to a professional, professional i was just i kept dumping on everyone and then i was like oh oh the reason they are not responding the way i want is because they're not a professional they don't know any better than you demi right but it's also a privilege like having insurance da, 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 da. we know it's we down bad as a and, country, and that is the so. thing is like i i didn't come from having all of it i didn't come from having the um privilege of knowing uh, the privilege uh of having like all this stuff set up or whatever. I found out I had the privilege and then I utilized the privilege of like white privilege, pretty privilege, TV personality privilege. So all of that, and I still have spent thousands and thousands of dollars just to get mental help. Oh yeah, it's expensive. I mean, you can't, you ain't getting shit in America without paying for That's it. That's insanity to yeah, me. That's like why our country is fucked up because how are the people gonna heal when we can't even heal our own minds? How can we heal together? If everyone, I always go back down to this, but like if you start with yourself, consequently, you will start viewing other people different too. If you start viewing yourself different and learning why you do things, consequently, you'll understand other people more too. And it's so healing. That's but a great point. nobody can afford to even reflect on their own actions because everyone's thinking about working 24 7 because we're right. to survive. To survive. Literally, it's like... It's a scam. The American scam. It is. It's like AGs to be born. And that's not even a decision that you made. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's like the starting rate for being born, being alive. Being alive is very expensive. Right now, you're doing the new iCarly? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me about this. This is amazing to me. I loved iCarly. I did too. I loved it as a kid and I never thought in a million years that I'd actually be like employed on it. It's kind of weird at times because you're like walking into like sets that you've seen as a kid and you're like on them and working. Ah, yeah. It's so weird. It can be crazy. But I love everyone there. Miranda's like we're friends in real life. Love Nathan so much. I've spent time with him, his wife, his kids, Jerry. Like we, you know, we take Jaden to Disneyland. Like we, we're like a family, like really? for real. Um, and it's been a really dope experience. Um, you who do you play? Are you Harper? Yeah, That's, okay. I play Harper, so Carly's best friend and roommate. Oh, um, I remember Harper because of Harper's style. Oh yeah, yeah. We oh, the fashion is so fun. I we, loved it because it was so kooky and fun. Yeah, and they let me participate in it, and like there was like so you you're still like uh, keeping up. Like she still does the fun outfits, Harper. Yeah. Oh yeah, all ah! the time. It's oh, we love. I actually there's certain brands I can't say on here because my customer was like, if you start telling everyone, I was like, they already know what the brands are. There's like a whole Twitter account dedicated to like picking like. Like I can't uh, wait to go find that taking photos of Harper's fashion and then like telling you exactly where it's from. I love those accounts. I yes. love them. Sorry, I do too because I'm like I want to. Yes. I want to get involved. Um, I, I want to feel inspired. Yes, and then sometimes I am like I'm keeping this like either I'll steal it or you can just give it to me. <laughs> I'm just gonna casually walk out of it, right. walk out of here with it still on me. Right, and be like, oh, for real? <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even know it was underneath notice. my pants that I'm wearing. <laughs> I didn't even notice that I had stuffed it into my purse. <laughs> One time I like got caught up. It was like Nickelodeon came and like there was different costumers because it was like some press stuff or whatever. But there were these hairpins that I like loved, and I was like, I'm keeping these. And like the lady like came into my trailer and was like, Yeah, where are those hairpins at? And I was like, Oh, Damn. oh my god, they fell into my purse. That's so crazy. <laughs> Let me get them out. Like, Seriously, you guys gonna got some right. hairpins? Let, Let me have these hairpins. <laughs> mm. Let her have the hairpins. Give them right. back to her. Give them back to me. Y'all got all that money for slime. Give me. <laughs> yeah. Give her the hairpins and also send me some because right. I, I want these hairpins now. They're, they're very cute. Um, Thank you so much for coming. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, is there anything that you want to plug? Like, uh, obviously, plug your socials. Um, Is there anything else you want us to be looking for? Or what do you want to say to the audience? Your, like, last word. Oh, my last word. <laughs> Before I take you out. Some <laughs> like, of y'all that? don't. Nobody wants to work anymore. No, <laughs> those are not my last words. Uh, if you want to follow me, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I on all platforms. I have a podcast called Scam Goddess. If you like comedy and robbery, uh, it's a fun time and comedians. Um, all of season two of iCarly should be streaming now on Paramount+. Plus. And uh, season two of the Black Lady Sketch Show and all the things. So many things. But yeah. Definitely check it all out. Um, I'm definitely going to. I'm so <laughs> excited to get to know you more and to continue our friendship. Yes. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Lacey. And thank you to all my listeners. As always, I want to hear from you. So email demigoddesspod at gmail.com with any questions and you may hear your question on the podcast. Follow me, of course, at Demi underscore not underscore Lovato on Instagram and at Demlia, D-E-M-L-I-A on TikTok and follow at Demi Goddess Pod on TikTok and Instagram. You can also watch all Demi Goddess episodes on our YouTube channel or listen on your favorite podcast platform. See you next week. Bye. Demi Goddess is part of the Eve Podcast Network and a Forever Dog production. Executive producer, Tracy Soren. Development executive, Mariah Nicholas. Engineer and editor, Sebastian Portuendo. 
Theme music, Gabe Lopez. Cover photo by Stephanie Sayers. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey and Brett Bowen.